At this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture, Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins, and Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Willman. President Joe Biden spoke with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on Friday. The president and the prime minister discussed ongoing efforts to secure the release of all remaining hostages that are being held by Hamas. The two leaders also reviewed the situation in Gaza and the shift to targeted operations that will enable the flow of increasing amounts of humanitarian assistance while keeping the military pressure on Hamas and its leaders that's significant. Nas- that's National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. He says Biden also told Netanyahu that Israel is responsible for reducing harm to civilians in Gaza. And Biden also discussed a two-state solution once the fighting ends. Netanyahu has already said he will not support a Palestinian state as part of any post-war plan. The U.N., meanwhile, is warning that another staggering milestone is fast approaching in the Middle East, with almost 25,000 Palestinians now confirmed as killed by Israeli attacks on Gaza. The Gaza Health Ministry says three-quarters of those who have died are women and children. Israel's Prime Minister, meanwhile, says the war must continue, but some Israelis are pushing back. NPR's Ea Batrawi reports. A few hundred protesters marched through Tel Aviv last night calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. It was a rare call for peace in Israel, where most people support the war after the deadly October 7th attacks by Hamas on Israel. Omri Gorin was passing out flyers that said, only peace will bring security. He says the war only serves the political interests of Hamas in Gaza and Israel's far-right government led by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, also known as Bibi. The war is bad for Israelis and Palestinians. Uh, The war is good for the Hamas and Bibi. Civil rights lawyers had to seek a court order to hold the anti-war protest. Aya Batrawi, NPR News, Tel Aviv. On Wall Street, the S&P 500 set a fresh record Friday by gaining more than 1% as stocks rallied. As NPR's David Gurr reports, tech companies led the market higher. All three major indexes gained ground. The Dow added almost 400 points and the Nasdaq closed up 1.7%. Public companies have begun updating investors on their recent performance, and markets have been buoyed by some strong earnings. TSMC, which makes most of the world's microchips, did better than Wall Street anticipated, and other chip companies climbed. Advanced Micro Devices, or AMD, closed up 7%. And Wall Street welcomed new data on consumer sentiment from the University of Michigan, which showed Americans feel confident about the direction of the U.S. economy. David Gura, NPR News, New York. Microsoft says state-backed hackers from Russia broke into its corporate email system where they accessed the accounts of members of the company's leadership team. Cybersecurity and legal employees were also affected. The company says the intrusion began late in November and was discovered on January 12th. You're listening to NPR News. In recent years, some big hospital systems have stopped suing patients, partly in response to news reports on the devastating ways these lawsuits upend lives. But Noam Levy with our partner KFF Health News has this snapshot from Oklahoma City, where the debt collection machine is still humming. McAllister, Oklahoma, isn't a wealthy place. Nearly one in five residents in the area live below the poverty line. Big health care bills often lead to medical debt. For patients at McAllister Regional Medical Center... That can mean a lawsuit that ends with the hospital garnishing their wages. Over decades, court records show the hospital, run under the town's authority, has sued thousands of its patients, some 
multiple times. On one day, a lawyer for the hospital buzzed through 51 cases in a bit more than an hour. The court records show the hospital wins almost every time, while lawyers customarily take a 10% fee. It's much the same for patients in courtrooms across the nation. A hundred million people in America are burdened with health care debt. That's Noam Levy with KFF Health News. A prosecutor in Uvalde, Texas, has convened a grand jury to investigate whether police were criminally liable for not promptly storming the school during a mass shooting in 2022. Nineteen students and two teachers were killed in the attack. Police waited for more than an hour before they broke into the school's fourth-grade classrooms. A Justice Department review of the incident called the lack of urgency a critical failure. Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina has endorsed former presidential uh, President Donald Trump ahead of Tuesday's New Hampshire primary. I'm Dale Wilman, NPR News.